Welcome back to another episode of the Hoodie and the Headband Podcast Show. I'm your co-host Bryce Warner. And I'm your co-host Derek McDowell. We bite. It's been two weeks. We're not riding the bike. Back. We bite. Back. Bite. (laughs) We bite. (laughs) Telling you, bite. We bite, we, we bite, bite. We, bite. Back. we bite, we bite, we bite, we bite, we bite like Maybacks, we bite like Snapbacks hey, 2012. Oh, Snapbacks and tattoos, yeah, that's why I was fired for a little bit. Bro, no, I just remembered, there was an instance where this dude came into work, in my job, drunk, there you go, Joe Harris, he came to my work, drunk, and was blasting that song on his way to buying a new Snapback. As he should. That song is fire. That song is fire. I go to that song like once every In the year. moment, no, we laugh. In the moment, bro, some of the songs that came out back then, like I laugh at 23 now, but back then, 23? Hey, that shit come on. I'm still singing. I'm still rocking. Key it hit. That was one of the first songs I bought on iTunes. With my shades on. Yeah, that was a fire. No, see, Wiz Khalifa carried that song. Whoa, no, Juicy J versus himself too, though. Yeah, he was like smoking Kush in the great fives. I was like, oh! You know, I'm not going to buzz back then. That's what this is like, Miley's like that. Though. You know, able to care about the song without Miley, though. That was Miley's black face. So, we would have cared about that song without Miley? No. People would. That been just another song. Like I said, that was Miley's black face. You wouldn't know a song I uh, I was singing the other day that Jordan never heard of. That Jordan ain't never heard of. Tooted in booty. Took it to the crib. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I find that to be highly disrespectful. Hey, man. Some people don't grow up like us, unfortunately. Anyways, man, let's get into it. Uh, Tariq, my boy, you be back. You back. Be good. After two weeks, how you feeling, bro? Feeling way better. You know, boy was down bad for a good week. But we back, you know. We're still tuned in, still still locked in, in the, in the uh you know, in the, even while I was you know down bad, still locked in, always mm-hmm. locked in, never locked in, you know, we're still tapped in. I know what's going on, you know. Yeah. My heat not doing well, but that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's Twenty nine of the teams I can watch. Cool. It's cool. We are currently playing the Warriors. It is a. 45 to 44 Warriors lead, but we just got fouled, so we're going to see some free throws. Maybe we're going to get the lead. Let's go. How about you, brother? Yo, I'm good, bro. I ain't going to lie to you, man. Hey, I'm good. God is good. Life is good. You know? Um, been holding the fort down since you, you you know, went down with your, your vocal injury. Amen. Um, you know, I, I appeared on a on – a, um, I appeared in a video. Shout out to Rashad Milligan. 
So um, did we talked about to- Kurt Miller's um LA signing. Well not LA signing. Well, why did I say LA signing? Um Kurt Miller getting hired as the ooh, Kurt Miller getting hired as the LA Sparks coach. But you no know, diving that a little bit. Um so that was good. You know, held a, a space to talk about what was going on. We did that on Twitter last week. Um appeared in a couple of net spaces. Um yeah. Still doing my thing on TikTok. Y'all follow y'all follow me at underscore Bryce Warner. Got a new yeah. one out now. He do his thing. I'm, I I done fell off. He doing his thing for sure. Yeah, Tariq, I'm gonna need you to get back on, my boy. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, it ain't for everybody. It ain't for everybody. Hey man, I'm gonna try, but it should just you know. I bet. Like, oh yeah, I got an idea. And that shit it's low key a lane for everybody, but at the same time, it ain't for everybody. But so I get it. Oh, let's go, Nick! Let's go! Nick Claxton, man! Claxton Tech, man! Carolina's finest! Did you just say? I said Claxton, man. Claxton Tech, Carolina's finest. The fuck is Claxton Tech? You're not a Nets fan, you won't get it. Baby! No way this. All right, anyways, man, let's let's get all right, we are recording. If you don't, if, in case you don't know by now, we are recording this as NBA games are going on, and I'm watching my team while Tariq is watching his team. Right? Then so, we just smoked a leg. Just smoke. They gave that man marijuana for free already. He's smoking lays, but what are we doing? Goodness. Anyways, man, let's I mean, get into it. It's been two weeks since he came out with an episode about anything, but um, I don't know, man. I ain't really got too much to talk about, want to talk about, uh, but we can talk about it. You want to start with the with the Lakers or you want to start with the Nets? Neither. Neither. Hey, I we sound like, you know what we sound like? We sound like ESPN. Sound like who? We sound like ESPN. And, and exactly. ESPN. Exactly. But see, all right, we at least should talk about the Nets because I'm here. All right. We got no Laker fan. I'm a Nets fan. You're a Heat fan. We can talk about our teams. But I ain't going to talk too long or too long. I, I, I don't talk about it. They're already the to- topic of the town already for various reasons. All right. So, um, latest thing that happened uh, today, as reported by Will Sam's Allen boy, Steve Nash is no longer the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Goodness, bro. I unplugged my, air- my, my headphones doing that. But it ain't going to change. Who, who wore number one for the Miami in the last couple of years? Am I bugging? Who what? Who's worn number one the last couple of years for the Miami Heat? Mm-hmm. Am I bugging out? I'm looking at a Miami Vice jersey. I'm looking at a Miami Vice jersey with a number one on it. Am I bugging? Must be a custom jersey. Can't read that shit. Can't be nobody notable. They they don't like a race, so I can't see it. Because every time he turn around to run, they change the fucking camera roll. Come on, man. Maybe that's just one of them like jerseys that they give to the fans. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a nobody really wears number one anymore. It's a custom. It's Bosch. It's supposed to be Bosch. That's what it is. Oh, it's supposed to be Bosch. Bosch wore number one. I don't know why. That's why I was like. 
That's why yeah. I was like, it can't be. Well, like, no, because see, nobody really custom. wears number one on the lead no more. It's a custom. Uh, it says Miggy on the back, like oh. like Miggy Cabrera. That's what it says on the back. But it was a vice jersey. That's why I was like, it can't be Bosch. So who the fuck wore number one? Because you didn't play during the vice jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, like I said, Steve Nash is no longer the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Let me hear some noise. What's that? What's that gonna change? Hey, not much, but um, it's a start. <laughs> I think I said not much. Damn. It listen, yeah. whoever is the next head coach, which is being reported that is Ime Udoka of all people, which I find to be very interesting. Yeah. Um, but somebody, some I hoping that is somebody that'll imply implement some tor- some sort of offensive scheme, offensive system, instead of just vibes and pick up basketball. You know, like Ain't that what you like though. As long as I get my buckets, I don't care about dubs. What listen, what happened? What having a bag Twitter, but what having a bag Twitter beat up? What happened? What happened? Bag Twitter beat up. Bag Twitter beat up. Matured and got some sense. And, and learn that more about the game of basketball and what you need to win in the game of basketball. And and what what kind of what what offense is that? What what do you need to win the game of? What do you need to win in the game? Well, of basketball? you need defense for one. In Brooklyn, they have they don't have the best defense. <laughs> they letting anybody <laughs> get thirty. You want thirty play against the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> if you see Brooklyn Nets in your schedule, you can circle that as a game you get in thirty. It's facts. It's facts. And and it's crazy that the fact. I, I want Brooklyn to have more offense, okay? Other than KD and Kyrie. KD and Kyrie both getting 30-plus a game and losing almost what occasions this season. Okay, Jimmy. It's crazy, bro. Like, the – well, when I saw them play in preseason, right, I was like, bro, the second unit is just not there. Like, it's not it. It's not what the Nets need to be a contender at this moment. Me saying this on November 1st, we record this November 1st, 2022. At this moment, the Brooklyn Nets are not a contender. I'm saying it. They haven't shown me they are worthy of being a contender. Like, at this rate, they'll probably finish at best fifth. Damn. That's how I'm feeling. And it's early. I mean, it's early. It's early. It's so early into the year. So early into a new year. Uh, We only, what, six games in? Yeah, you didn't play 10 games yet, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, anything could change. I mean, we saw what happened last year when KD got hurt and they went from first to worst. They was the number one. They was top of the East. KD got hurt. They were, like, 10th. 11 straight games. They they were tied for first. Were, yeah, so well, tied for first, first, top, first, second, whatever. They were still top of the East, and they fell <laughs> hard. Eleven games, they lost in a row, and they won like maybe a game or two before KD came back. So you saying? So you saying this year would be different? I'm saying no. I'm saying well, it's gonna be different in different ways. So they got a whole different team for one. Everybody on the team is new except for. Katie, Kyrie, Joe Harris, Patty Mills, and Seth Curry. 
Oh no no no! I'm tripping! I'm tripping! Tripping! Got Cam Thomas, Daron Sharp, Kelsey Edwards, Clax, David Clax, David Jr. So yeah, you got the same, but you got the same, you got but not. same. But the additions that they brought to the team this, ooh, the additions that they brought to the team this year have been all right, but they just haven't been anyone. Dang, Kyrie scoreless at halftime. Sheesh. Clamped up. That's crazy. Sheesh. And the next up. And the Nets are up. Kyrie scoreless at halftime, and the Nets are up. Anyways, um, Patty Mills hasn't been Patty Mills. Well, I'm not saying that to say that he like a star or something, but like beginning of last year, he was shooting well. He was in the shoot. He was in three point shooter because of how well he was shooting. And then second half of the season, he shot poorly. And, and beginning of the season, he's shooting poorly. I mean, he's making his little corner shots, but he's I don't know. There's no point for Patty to really be out there for as long as he's out there for. You know, um, what else is going on? Ben, Ben Simmons, bro. Ben Simmons, bro. I just don't get right how. So you play basketball, right? Right. Right. You 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 consider yourself to be a hooper, right? Yes. Okay. You know. Life happens, and you get busy after a while, and you you just go a while without having a hoop session, right? But you know that first hoop session back, hoop session back, you want to get buckets. Not if I'm never a player that. Not if I've never been a player that gets buckets. Ben Simmons has never gone into Ben Simmons in his life has never gone into a game in his entire life has never gone into a game like yeah I'm getting forty tonight. Okay, yes, except for one game he got forty, but yes, he wasn't. But he didn't go into that game saying go into that game so he's gonna get forty. He just never going. He's never gonna go into a game. And he's all he's never really been a shooter. You know, he's always been driving mid range or whatever. He's always like close shots. Yes, but I'm saying, bro, at least give us like your career average, bro. His career average is like fifteen points. Right now, he's still in the single digits. I don't think he's cracked 10 points a season, bro. Answer me this. How many games has he played? He's played all but two. So, this is, like, game eight. How many days was he off the court playing for playing NBA basketball? So, he didn't play NBA ball for, like, he didn't play for a whole – he didn't play all last year. He was in practice, practicing and everything, and it played in preseason. So I'm thinking at least he. I'm thinking what I saw in preseason. I'm thinking, all right, he's building himself back up. I wasn't too. It was preseason, you know, but it's like I haven't seen any jump from the preseason, or I haven't seen any. Like I said, it's early. Still, still haven't hit ten games yet. It's still early, and now he's out for knee injury. I want Ben to succeed, all right? I want it to happen for Ben, right? Because it's a good situation. And, like, people would describe it as, like, oh, Ben doesn't need to do much. He has KD and Kyrie to score. He doesn't need to score much. Yes, he doesn't need to score much, but he doesn't. He needs to look to score. Every pass first point guard still looks to score. Chris Paul still just, scores. John Stockton just, still scores. Imagine Mr. T.P. Johnson still scores. You just Ray said John Rondo scores, too. You said something that's not true. You said... I want Ben Simmons to play well. Like, you want him to play well for himself. That's not true. 
you want him to play well for your wait no I didn't say your one I didn't say well for That's, himself. Don't say you, well for himself. You said you didn't say himself, but you basically you basically said you want him to play well, like, and it wasn't like. Okay, so what you're so, saying is I want Ben Simmons to play well for my benefit, not his. Yes, for your benefit and for the Nets' benefit. A little bit, bit of both. Not necessarily his. My thing is, like, y'all are looking at it from a, we need you to do this today. What about the next three years? What about, what about. We ain't got three years, bro. We trying trying to contend this year, bro. How do you want him to play in April? I'm not worried about how he's playing in October. October already passed. That shit didn't matter. Your record in October don't matter. Three and three don't get you to the finals. They don't. What your record is in April when you're going into the playoffs, that shit matters. Yes. You got an entire you got 82 games. Yes. To get that shit right. Yes, but listen, listen, listen. He's showing signs early on. At least as it's early on, and this is not down the line. All right. That's what I'm saying. At least he's playing like this now instead of later. Okay. So he can, so he can what? fix it now. So we can try and fix it now and not try to fix it later. Okay, I understand he's on a new team, getting adjusted to new players, new tendencies, figuring out how his team is, you know. But at the same time, my boy, you a 16 guard. Get to the cup, bro. Have you watched Jamal Murray play? A little bit, yeah. Does he look like himself? No. No, no. Does MPJ look like MPJ? Not really. Oh no, no, no. Is Kawhi Leonard even playing games right now? No. Zion just missed two more games. No, but I'm saying listen, listen, listen. Look, I'm saying expectation was high for Ben coming in, and people's like, fine. oh, it's that's gonna fine. happen. This is the good, it's gonna work out better than James Harden was, all this other stuff. Yada yada. That's your fault. That's your fault. That's your fault. I didn't have these expectations. I didn't have these expectations. I'm so saying I said, all right, expectation I have for Ben Simmons is that I think I thought that it was going to work out because he had the weapons on offense. He had shooting. He had guys that can drive, guys that can finish the lane. Like I said, a cool 10 and 10 from Ben Simmons on any given night is a good night. But when you got more fouls and you got points, that's a problem. When you don't look to score, when you got an open lane and a mismatch, that's a problem. Like I've seen this man. In the preseason game, this man had Kyle Lowry in the post and passed it out. Kyle Lowry, like 6'2", you 6'10", in the post. Body that man and get to the cup. He's played six games. Michael Porter He's Jr. He's not showing any signs that he wants to be better, though, or wants to play better, wants to be more intense. How did you know that? He's not showing any signs that he wants to do that, bro. How, could, how, how do you know if he's physically able to? Man, no, I do see him be, be reaching for his back at times. Every time, like in the game against the Bucks, he tried to bully Giannis early on, and then and hurt his back. He went for his back. I'm like, ah. He's got to get used to feeling that that little tweak of pain. Look, it, Michael Porter Jr. said it himself. Michael Porter Jr. been dealing with the same back injury since his draft process. Yeah, since college. Yeah, he said, "Hey, Ben Simmons is not going to be Ben Simmons tomorrow." But he will in three months. Yeah. But y'all, y'all like, nah, we need it today. No, you don't need it today. It just the team. Michael Porter Jr. early on same injury and and missed less time than Ben Simmons. 
Michael Porter Jr. does not look great right now. The only thing that's helping Michael Porter Jr. is that he can shoot the ball spot up. He can spot up shoot the three. So it makes his it makes his numbers and it makes his game look better. But Ben Simmons is a better player, does more on the court than Michael Porter Jr. does. Michael Porter Jr. is just able to run up and down the court and shoot spot up threes. His defense ain't good. Yeah. Jamal, I just Jamal want Murray ben to look to score, bro. I really want him to score more than damn. That's not his, that's not what he does. Seven point four four points and four points to your debut. Four points to your debut. You had as much points as your as a guy that you were placing in his last game. You had as much points in his first in your first game. That's not what he does, man. I know he's not a scorer, bro, but he averaged four career fifteen points a game. You're looking at a player that was not injured yet. He never. He hadn't had the back injury. Your boy posted a Ben Simmons highlight reel. I was like, ain't no way that's the same person that's on the Brooklyn Nets right now. He didn't have a back injury yet. Uh, he uh, didn't but listen, because it, listen, listen, listen. I say this all the same. Because it's early on, I have not fully given up on Benjamin Simmons. It's but yes, I have not fully given up. I'm not it's fully giving up. I have not fully given up on him. Uh, he played six games, and then his last game was nine, eight, and nine. Okay, so I'm like, all right, we getting somewhere, we getting somewhere, you know. Uh, but you notice how the Nets have looked better without him on the floor. I'm just so oh gonna, gonna put that out there. Fuck. I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm not. Out is uh, hey, get out of here. Oh no, man. Y'all played the Pacers, bro. Next guy, they be playing the 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 Bulls right now, on which they're up by what four points, six points, or whatever, up up a good bit, and Kyrie hasn't scored a bucket. Okay. All right. Y'all was playing the Bucks. I said all this. Y'all played the Bucks well at halftime last year or last week, and they got smacked in the second half. So what are we talking about? Game ain't over. Game ain't over. Kyrie ain't score yet. But if Ben Simmons was scoreless, would you say Ben Simmons ain't scored yet and we're up four? Or would you say Ben Simmons need to get a bucket, bro? No, I would I wouldn't even bring up the fact that Ben Simmons didn't score through ha- through the first half. That's cap. I wouldn't I want to bring up an accent because Ben Simmons, his scoring doesn't impact the game. Well no, it does impact the game. His lack of scoring impacts the game. His lack to look the score impacts the game. But I'm saying his scoring production doesn't have much impact on the game. You realize, what you just said? Do you realize what you just said? His scoring isn't valuable, but we need him to score? What the fuck is you talking about? We got to get him to look to score, but I'm saying we're not banking on Ben Simmons scoring 30 at night to give us a chance. We don't, we don't need his scoring, but we need him to look to score. But we need everybody on the team to score, bro. Scoring is a part of the game. But I'm saying we're not, listen, I'm so saying passing the ball, getting the ball up the floor, pushing the I'm pace. saying that Ben Simmons, him scoring is not – doesn't hold up to the same weight as Kyrie scoring. Kyrie scores to keep the game – like, keep the team in the game, all right? Anytime the Nets win, Kyrie got at least 20. Anytime the Nets win, Katie got at least 20. Those guys are relied upon to score game after game, not after night. Those guys are heavily relied upon to score. They need you need a score big scoring output from those guys in order for the Brooklyn Nets to have a chance in any game. Ben, we need just 10 points, bro. Just 10 oh. points. Score as many he, points as on your on the front of your jersey, bro. And then when he gives you 10, you're gonna want 18. No, he give me 10. I'm like, okay, cool. He got us we'll 10. 
We'll see. Ain't like I'm gonna get greedy. Them yes, look at Royce O'Neal. Like, you already get greedy. Dude. You already get greedy. I am greedy as a sports fan. Every sports fan is greedy. You said I'm, I feel like man, I feel like every sports fan is greedy. This man literally said you act like I'm greedy, and they said I am greedy in in 15 seconds apart. <laughs> You act like I'm greedy. I am greedy. I said every sports fan is greedy. You should edit. You should edit that. Every sports fan is greedy. All I'm saying is, man, I need Benson to step it up, bro. I mean, I need Benson to step it up. I need Royce O'Neal to step it up. I need. I need. I need Cam Thomas minutes. Shout out to Nick Claxton. Shout out to the Utah Watanabe. Um. Patty Mills, I feel like Patty Mills should not see the floor as much as he does. Uh, I need Seth and, and Joe Harris to get healthy. So the Nets have some spacing and some other scoring options. Instead of Katie and Kyrie having to drop 40 every night, which is a pleasure to see. But it doesn't get the job done. They can drop 30 a night, almost 40 a night. And Joe Harris got him a little 12, you know, four threes. Seth Curry, Seth Curry played great. Played, I don't want to say great, but played good last year when he came to the Nets. Sucks that he has an ankle injury he's dealing with. Sucks that Joe Harris has an ankle injury he's dealing with too. But um, enough about the Nets. Um, I don't know. I, no, actually not enough about the Nets. But I will say Steve Nash getting fired is a step in the right direction and it's something that is long overdue. Katie, been called for this. Fans have been calling for this. Don't know why this happened now, especially after they won last night. But um, I don't know. I think that I don't know. I feel like Nash had some promise. And I feel like it was opportunity for him to be a good coach. But it's like he didn't show that it's not he showed that he had the capabilities of being a good coach. It's more so I don't know, cause see, being having the opportunity he had coaching two future Hall of Famers as your first head coaching job, and really running things through them and running the type of offense that you ran or whatever. That's hard to think. Running the type of team that you ran and all the outside you know, you had to deal with, being that they you had a super team or being that you had three All Stars at one time, uh, you got a number team with three All Stars, or you got a point guard who think he Malcolm X. How many? How many coaches? How many coaches walked in to a team with that much talent and won the championship? Got Steve Kerr. David Black got there, lost. Lost. Right. Ty Lue picked it up though. Po- Eric Spostra, he Eric was a coach Spostra. already, but he yeah, walked in. He was relatively young. Yeah. And walked into LeBron Wade and Bosh. But see, Eric Spostra, no like, fire, fire. no ball. But you don't know if Steve Nash no ball or not because Steve Nash no ball playing. If all of the stuff with LeBron kept, so you mean to tell me if Wade had multiple issues over and over, that shit wouldn't have hurt the team. Spo yeah. would have been able to coach through that. Listen, like I say, like I said, it probably wasn't the best opportunity. In twenty eleven, they wasn't. In twenty eleven, they did not like besides D Wade and the players that had already been there. They didn't respect Spo the way that they would now. Yeah, because he's a young coach trying to prove himself, or whatever. You know, even Steve Nash. Yeah, 
Like Steve Nash, a player, cool. Hey, legend. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all this. Legend. I'm gonna tell y'all this. Steve Nash, a coach. Mm, I don't know. I just this. don't think it was the right opportunity. Like, part of me thinks it wasn't the right opportunity. At the same time, he didn't really make the most of that opportunity. Like he he didn't help himself, in my opinion. He didn't help himself do what? It's not like he had control over the team or he like tried to gain control over the team or anything. It just wasn't. It just wasn't working. It just wasn't working. And the wording around it was like they parted ways. So they both knew this shit wasn't working. But like they knew. I'm gonna put it like I'm gonna put it like this. Steve Nash get another coaching job. He's gonna be a great coach. Well, I feel yeah, I mean, I feel like he has the opportunity to be a good coach. It just he needs the right tools and Steve Nash knows basketball. He needs the right situation. I don't he think just he needs has, players that are actually gonna listen. Yeah, I don't he think he have, listen. I don't think you, he had the respect from them. And it's like you dealing with two superstars, bro. Dealing with two superstars, a first time head coach dealing with two superstars, three superstars at a point. Dealing with two superstars for most of it, three at a time. It's like he just didn't. He had no experience with that. Or no experience at all. I think he was, I don't say set up for failure, but it's like, I don't know. It could have gone the Steve Kerr, Becky Hammond route, winning a, a, a championship in your first year with a star-studded team. But instead, it went the other route as many first-time head coaches and former players go. Doesn't go well after a couple of years. They try to they try to work with you and stuff. They got your back. So his and first year it's not what his they, first year is his fault that Kyrie got hurt and that KD's foot too long. No. That's what year, I thought I was about to bring up because I brought that up early in the group chat. I said, I said it in his defense, he really never had a fair shot. Year one, like you said. They had a good regular season. James Harden comes there. And then both James Harden and Kyrie get hurt in the playoffs in the same round. James Harden beginning the game one of round two. Kyrie in game, what, four, I think? Yeah. And then Kevin Durant really did on his own. I mean, James Harden was playing on a leg and a half. Trying to think how the rest of that team looked. Um, Lake Griffin was playing one minute. Uh, I'm trying to think who else on the team. Bruce Brown was on the team then. That's when Joe Harris was making shots, but he missed. He forgot how to shoot in game seven. But yeah, they just had a better squad or a good squad. They had a good squad back then. But. They um injuries, man. Ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. They listen. Healthy team. That team probably could have won the finals against the Suns. Who knows? Then you got the next year. Your point guard decides not to get a, a vaccine, and is out for ninety percent of the season. Then you got your other guard, who becomes disgruntled and wants out because of the. Your point guard, and then mm-hmm. you got your star player, your best player of the team, 
The reason why you guys are winning games gets hurt halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. And you guys go from top of the East to mm-hmm. play. So I'm thinking this year, I was like, all right, since they doubled down on believing in Nash because Katie gave him the ultimatum of, hey, it's Nash and Marks or it's me that you guys deal with, right? And it was like, no, we standing by Nash and Marks. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be a proving year for everybody. Going to be a proving year for Nash. Going to be a proving year for Kyrie. Because Kyrie's on a contract year. And so maybe it'll work out. It's a proving year for Ben Simmons. He ain't playing a year. You know he wants to get back to being an all-star guy and being well-respected around the league. I'm thinking it's going to be a, a, a proving year, but... The boys is two and five at the time of recording this. It's now the third quarter of the game against the Chicago Bulls. They're up 64-54. Hopefully they pull this out and become three and five. Kevin Durant is a professional scorer. Oh, he just missed. But um get that out of here. Never mind. Um, I don't know. That's been all right. But I will say I've appreciated. God dang. I will say I I appreciate the um the effort on defense this year. Effort on defense has been better with certain players. Kyrie's looked better. He had four blocks the other night against. I think that was against the was that against the Bucks. I don't quite remember. I know he had four blocks the other night. He had four blocks the other night, getting steals. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, Kyrie's not that good of a defender." Becoming a better defender. Nick Claxton's been good on the both ends of the ball now. Um, he's scoring more. He's blocking shots. I like it. Speaking of Claxton, Claxton just scored. There we go. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say about the Brooklyn Nets. Nets world. Hey, I'm good on the Nets. All right. Um, I don't want to talk too much about the Lakers. Um, it's not much to talk about. I just want I just want better for Russ. I hate it. I hate it for Russ that he's not able to, you know, provide a contribution that people are looking for, he's looking for. But like I said, bro, in my TikTok, you look at that roster, you guys, y'all expectations are it's too high for the roster that they have outside of AD, Braun, and Westbrook. Lonnie Walker, though. Lonnie Walker is looking nice. But that's about it. Uh, what else? Who else to talk about? Trailblazers. Let's talk about Trailblazers. Let's talk about important Trailblazers, man. I Listen, like I said, I had doubts about this team. I didn't think this team would be, honestly, not interesting to watch. But Tariq was like, bro, you tripping, bro. You sleep. And I'm glad I was asleep. Because I saw that play live. I was like, oh, because I was actually listen, I was doing something, right? And I just happened to look up. And the moment I looked up, I caught it. I was like, look at me, man. Because, see, I would have missed it, but I caught it. Um, they, They're a fun young bunch, man. Anthony Simon. Dame Lillard is going to be Dame Lillard, right? Damon the Youngins. That's what I'm calling. That's what I'm calling the Blazers this year. Damon the Youngins. 
because Dame, Dame, I don't want to say the old head, but you know, he's the vet. And everybody around he's him, everybody, you know, he's taking everybody under his wing. OG. Yeah. Yo, I, I, I like the jerseys. Yeah. For I this? like. What's up? You thought he designed the jerseys for this year, like the city, the city jersey. I did see that. I was like, okay, that's tough. That's tough. That was a nice little commercial, uh, like ad thing. Yeah. Um, I like the way they're playing. I like the way they're integrating Shade and Sharp. Um, he started when Dame didn't play, so he's get he got minutes next to Anthony Simons, which. You know, at some point it's gonna be their future. Even if Dame is still there, it's gonna be a Dame and Shaden Sharp, you know, trio. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Hart's been playing pretty well. Um, I I just like the, I like the I like the way that their roster is constructed. I, um, you know, I like Drew Eubanks. I like Nurkic. I like Jeremy Grant with them. Um, I like Josh Hart as a three. I like I could I would love to see Shaden Sharp play some three. Um, I love Simons because there. I know a lot of people are like, oh well, it's just you know, it's CJ. It's not CJ because Anthony Thomas can play the point guard and the two guard. Not to say that CJ couldn't play the point guard, but in that offense, he, you know, when he was there in the offense that he was in, he didn't. You know, he would he he would run pick and rolls, but he wasn't really running, you know, the offense. Um, to have two, you know, point guards that can play it at a high a high level. On the court at the same time is a is a very is a mismatch and an advantage that not a lot of teams have. Um, Dame isn't playing at an unreal level. I hate talking about MVP this early, but you know he's got to be one of the front runners um, so far. And I'm pretty sure they're at the top of the West right now at five and either five and one or five and two. Um, obviously, I, we don't think they're gonna stay at the top of the West for the whole season, but. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs. I don't remember if I did a playoff seating or playoff prediction or whatever. Um, but I would have had them at the like in the nine or ten range. Um, they're playing really. They're playing really good basketball. They're playing hard on defense. This is huge because that's been one of the Blazers' Achilles' heels the last couple of seasons, especially when it comes to the playoffs. Is their defense. Um, but they've got defense. They've got more shot creators um, than just Dame. Dame is playing off ball, um, which I've been wanting to see for some of the years. So um, Chauncey Bills is really doing a good job of coaching the team up, coaching up the young players, you know, giving, you know, the older players, you know, different roles and, and using them in different ways, but also integrating them with the younger players um, together, you know, integrating the, the veterans and the, and the new school. At the same time, he's doing a really good job of that so far. Um, another team in the West that I'm really looking at is the Pelicans. Um, mm. I think they're top three in both field goal percentage and three-point field goal percentage this season. And they, they've played some games without Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, and Zion. Um, I think they went one and one in those games, if I'm not mistaken. They beat Dallas in one game and lost to Phoenix. Um, but for them to beat Dallas, um, not handily, but they had a lead, gave the lead up, and then, you know, had a, a big run and got the lead right back and won the game. Um, 
really good to see them, you know. Trey Murphy went eight for eight, had a great game, who I've been, you know, looking – I've been uh, very excited to watch this year. One of my uh, go-to uh, go-to sleepers in fantasy before the season was Trey Murphy. Um, sleeper, uh, six-man of the year pick as well. Um, Herb Jones playing good basketball before he got hurt. Zion is just incredible. Like, you kind of forget, like, how how crazy of an athlete he is when he doesn't play and then you see him and it's like, how is he able to do that? Um, and I know a lot of people always talk about his second jump. Like his sec, like he's able to jump and jump again before somebody jumps once. Um, it's, it's crazy. Um, he's really fun to watch. Brandon is playing at a high level before his concussion. Um, CJ McCollum's playing a great job, doing a great job of running the point guard, whether or not those guys are on the court. Um, the defense, um, uh, they got to figure that out. If they can, if they can be a top fifteen to top twelve defense um, in the league, I think they could really, really make some noise in the West this year. Um, team I want to talk about, or most of a player I want to talk about. Um, Jaw, Jaw's been on fire this year, man. That boy Jaw, something serious. I think he. I think. Hey okay, Utah. Of, I'm sorry. I think he's the most. He's the most fun player to watch in the league. If there's like, oh, what game do I want to watch? Uh, right now I've been going to you know the younger players I've been watching like, uh, Jalen Green and Cade and Scotty. Paolo trying to watch their games, see how they, but um, Ja is definitely one of the teams that are, or one of the games like, oh, if, 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 the, if the Grizzlies are on, I'm, I'm watching, I'm tuned in um, because he's going to, he's going to do so many things on the court that it's like, sheesh, like mm-hmm. they're like, I love tweeting during games, but I can't tweet during Grizzlies games because every play I would say something about Ja and like, it's just like you. There's only so many words you can use to describe him before it's like repetitive. Um, but I mean, he's he's an incredible basketball player. He's an incredible athlete. Um, just watching him play basketball is one of the most fun things to do in the league. Um, and he's been he's been on a tear scoring wise this year. Um, multiple thirty balls, making it look pretty easy to uh, might add. Um, he doesn't look like he's sped up. He doesn't look bothered. He's averaging 33 right now on 55% shooting at the point guard spot. That's crazy efficiency. He's making two threes a game, shooting 56% from three, um, getting 10 free throws a game, shooting 85% from the free throw line, um, also a six assists. Um, he's only played six games. I think he missed maybe two. Um, but I mean, that's crazy efficiency for a point guard that's that, that explosive and is not known for being a good shooter. Also, his, uh, his celebration against Brooklyn the other night had me crying laughing after he hit that three, that dagger three the other night. He was running back down the court the opposite way. I was crying in here watching that. 
Man, I don't know, man. Um, another person that, which I'm gonna call it, I don't say killed Brooklyn, but had their way against Brooklyn. Luka Doncic, bro, or Luka Doncic. I'm sorry, I'm saying it right. Luka Doncic. Like Montrez Harrow watching that game. Let me stop. <laughs> nah, you're wild. <laughs> oh man, I'm... bro. Kevin Durant, how the hell? I'm dead. Man, now uh, look at look at Doncic shot his way against the. The um, Lucas had his way against everybody. Yeah, what, and if I remember correctly, that was the overtime game. Yeah, that was over. Yeah, that was the overtime game. Yeah, where Benson's got the steal and picked up his dribble. Luckily, Kevin Durant was flashing to the basket. He hit Kevin Durant in stride. Kevin Durant tied the game up, sent overtime. But I'm like, bro, Ben, Ben, those gotta get to the cop, man. If Ben, if I just ben want Ben to be more aggressive, bro. That's all, right. bro. If Ben was aggressive and was missing layups like Russ, y'all would want him out of Brooklyn. I mean, they want him out of Brooklyn already. <laughs> Anyways, back to Luca. Luca is averaging thirty six yeah. on fifty percent from the field. Uh, we're not gonna mention his three point percentage because that shit is terrible. Mm. That boy is shooting 22% from three. That boy is shooting two. He's shooting eight threes a game, and he's making two per game. It's early now. It's early. So we're not going to, you know, we're not going to really, we're not going to really look at that. But that's a, that's a wild number of misses, bro. Um, He's also averaging eight rebounds. Oh, my bad. Nine point. Yeah, nine rebounds and eight assists to go with his 36 points. Um, I don't, I don't know about the Mavericks. They're really weird to, to get a gauge on. Like they have talent, but it's, I don't know the the way they play. It's just, it it's very much Mavericks with James Harden, and it's just not going to work. So, I'm interested to see if they try to get a star next to him, or if he eventually wants out. We'll see. Luka, they got to get either, either Luca got to play with some help or Luca got to get him some help. Listen, man, they got to they gotta get Luca somebody. They got to – Luca has to be part of a one-two punch, bro. I know one thing. If, if Luca – Either one, he just needs a two. I know if Luca and Jokic ever play together, the league would be done. You tell Luca who? Jokic. If they ever played on the same team, the league would be done. I'd be sick. They're winning chips. I'd be sick. Until they retire. But that's, I mean, that's the type of player that he needs to be with. Yeah. Because. Or maybe just only, maybe a, someone that can just, you know, just can create bucket, create uh, shots for themselves, like create a bucket. But he's only going to, he's only going to respect a certain, a certain type of player. Like yeah. if you sent a if you sent a Jalen Brown, he would respect him, but to a certain extent, or yeah. extent. But if but if you play with Jason Tatum, he'd be like, all right. That's you know that's Jason Tatum. Like I'm gonna let him cook, 
Like, yeah. not that he wouldn't let Jalen Brown cook, but he would be okay with Jalen with Jason Tatum taking over in the fourth quarter. I don't know if he would be okay with somebody like Jalen Brown taking over in the fourth quarter. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, oh, mm. we'll see what we'll see how they look this year and see how what they choose to do moving forward. Uh, number team, number player, I want to talk about now that's on top of my head. Um, well, not really just a player I want to talk about, just an instance, all right, a little altercation that happened last week between Golden State, Phoenix Suns, end of the game. Well, not end of the game, but towards the end of the game. It's like third quarter or something. Uh, Clay Thompson, first career ejection, gets into it with fellow light skin, Devin Booker. <laughs> don't know what he was talking about. I don't know. That's light skin business. I'm not a. I'm not light skin, so therefore I. I oh can't my play. goodness! They're talking but, about basketball, man. I know, I'm messing. But I don't know. It really took Clay Clay off, and Devin Booker was just cool, calm, and collected like he normally is. Like I, last person I I thought to see in any feud at all was Devin Booker. Devin Booker, cool, calm, collected. Going, he's just going to hoop. I don't even see him talk trash except for that one time where they was like triple teaming him in pickup basketball. But like other than that, it's like he's Devin Booker. He's going to score, cook up, drive his classic cars, go home to Kendall Jenner. See, that's where he goes wrong every time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nah, bro. I'm sorry. I dog. Okay, no, nah, I already told you. I already told you. I thought I forgot to say something. That... Um, the rookies. Rookies. Paolo. Oh yeah, that's who I want to talk about. Yes. Paolo, Jaden Ivey, Benedict Matherin, Keegan Murray, Timothy Junior. Say it again. I said Timothy. They're them for real. Oh, Timothy. Um, Jalen Duran, I'm missing somebody. I know I am. Who you, um, you said Paulo, Ivy. I said Paulo, Ivy, Matherin, Murray. Duran. Jambari Smith Jr. And you say Keegan Murray? Yeah. Okay. I'm missing, I gotta be missing somebody. It ain't no way I'm not. Um you know Chet is out for the season, which sucks. Yeah, not Chet. I'm to look forward uh, to seeing how you look in OKC. Um, no, nah, surprisingly, I know it's not, not really rookies on this team, but they're a young squad. The Jazz, the Jazz won like what three games straight or something like that to start the season up. And everybody thought they were- um, they are currently, if I'm not mistaken, they're second in the West. Um, who would have thought? Who would imagine? My bad, my bad, my bad. They- they're third in the West. They're six and two. Um, Phoenix has, uh, or Phoenix and Portland have less losses, so they're ahead in the okay. five and one. Cool. Um, yeah, the Jazz are cooking right now. Yeah, uh, Larry Markkinen is playing at a super high level. Yeah. Um, he's playing incredible basketball. I can't even. No, nah, you see, um. I think it was I think it was Vanderbilt and THT. They did Smokey and Craig from Friday. You said who? Taylor Horn Tucker and who? 
and Vanderbilt. They made they made Vanderbilt easy. No, they made Vanderbilt smoky. Yeah, Vanderbilt and, and, and THT. Look. Okay. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Um I'm not mad at it. It's tough. Yeah. Rookie's been rookie's been hooping. Uh Paolo. Paolo is Timothy. Paolo has been playing at a number one pick level. Um even better than that, honestly. Uh only one, only one number one pick has been putting up, has put up the numbers that he's put up, and that is one King James, LeBron James, out of Akron, Ohio. Um, this a gift so, from Akron. Um, to see him putting up those type of numbers is is crazy. Uh, Jay Nivey's playing at a high level in Detroit with with K. Uh, Benedict Mathurin is cooking everyone out in Indiana. I think he's had one. One down game. Um, other than that, he's average. He scored about, um, I think he scored over thirteen or fourteen in every other game. Um, Keegan Murray looks like a really, really good player. Um, the way he can shoot the ball, the way he makes just winning plays. Um, and a, a team like Sacramento really needs. A player like that that can make winning plays, can shoot the ball at a high clip. Um, it's not going to make many mistakes. It's going to give you 100% every night. Um, I, I just really like Keegan Murray's game. I, I really like the way he's been playing. Um, Jabari Smith Jr. is playing well. It's it's just hard for him to really show his talent in the offense that he's in because of KPJ um, and, and Jalen Green. Just not because... You know they don't. You know not not saying they don't pass the ball, but the way they that they have the ball in their hands, they they're not really looking to pass the ball. Um, and if they are, it's kind of you know pick and roll to Shingoon or something like that. Like they're not really looking to get Jabari Smith Jr. the ball, while other teams are looking to make them guys a part of their like a part of their offense. Um, and the Rockets are a team full of guys that are trying to figure out their roles and figure out their spot in the league. And they're not really trying to, you know, help another guy figure out his. So they got to get, I wouldn't say they got to get some more unselfish players, but they got to get some players that um, understand the assignment. If that's, if that's the way you want to put it. Um, Donovan Mitchell, Spider has been, Torching teams, um, and I love to see it. He uh, is averaging thirty-two points, forty-nine percent shooting, forty-five percent from three. Um, uh, eighty-five percent from the free throw line, seven assists. He's playing at a really high level for his new team in Cleveland. Evan Mobley's playing good. Uh. Darius Garland is going to come back eventually from his eye injury. Um, so we, we didn't really get to see them play together. So I'm very curious to see how that continues to grow and continue to get better. Um, Jared Allen is Jared Allen. He's doing his thing. Kevin Love is Kevin Love. He's going to come off the bench, get, hit his shots, 
grab some rebounds, um, that type of thing. Uh, yeah, I, I like Cleveland. I like the way that they're constructed. Um, I was hoping for more, a little bit more from Isaac Okoro, but you know it's early in the season, so we could still see um, some, you know, improvements, and things like that. So we'll see. I'm gonna be a little bit more patient. Um, Shea Alexander is playing at a high level. He's averaging 31 points, shooting 49 percent, 36 from three. Uh, he's only shooting about three a game, so it's not a crazy, crazy percentage. But Shea is playing at a high level, and he just continues to get better every season. And of course, he's going to be in trade talks and. Are they gonna keep him? Is that gonna be their centerpiece for the future, or they're gonna to try to make Chet home run or Ch uh, Chet and Josh Giddy those guys, or are they gonna roll with Chet, Shea, Josh Giddy, and whoever else they can get in the draft next year, um, and just see how far that that core can take them? Shea is still really young, um, so I don't see why they wouldn't. Keep him unless he just absolutely wanted out, and then you know you make the you make the trade, get your picks, and get your players back. Um, but I I I don't see a reason for him to trade him. Um, I know you know he wants to win, and he may want to be somewhere else so that he can win. But I think I think he should stay put in OKC for a little bit. Oh, and about the book and clay thing. Uh I'm not gonna go as far as as, as Chuck did and say like, yo, Clay is is washed, that's why he's arguing back and forth. I, I think Clay can feel that, you know, the competition is closer than it was or is, you know, or is better than it was when he got hurt. Um, Devin Booker wasn't at the level that he was when he got hurt. Um, you know, there's a lot of two guards at the spot that are that are at the spot right now, and there's one behind them that you know is challenging him every day, probably, and you know, making him test himself and question himself. Um, just because you know the injuries have really been a problem, and you know, fighting back from major injuries is always a tough thing to do. Um, even though Clay's not you know the most athletic player, you still got to use your legs every day. Um, to get up and down the court, you got to use your legs to shoot. I think that's a little underrated. Um, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Clay will be fine because he's not an athlete or he's not an athletic player, but uh, it takes your legs. It, it, you need your legs to shoot the ball. You need your legs to run up and down the court. You need your legs to defend at a high level, and that's what he wants to do. So um, I think it was – uh, and they they have been going they have gone back and forth in the past year so I think it's a matter of the competition at the two guard getting closer he's not you know necessarily in that in that conversation for best two guard in the league anymore you know he was a little bothered by it um, and we all know we've all heard NBA players say that Devin Booker one of the best trash talkers in the league we've heard it from Embiid we've heard it from um, couple of different players on, on different interviews and podcasts talk about how how much uh, trash Devin Booker talks. So, you know, you put that, you tie that into, 
you know, uh, Clay that was struggling that night, and you get what you get. Um, but I am looking forward to the next time they play, see how you know how Clay wants to come back, see if, if it's one of those games where Clay just gets a lot of shots and tries to you know, really assert his dominance and really try to have a big game and maybe possibly try to uh, push the record. Yeah, um, I just thought it was interesting because, but like I said earlier, but real calm, chill, whatever. Um, and at the end of the game, book was just like, "Yo, like, got mad respect for Clay, bro, but we competing out here, man." Which all that's all I really saw it as. I mean, yeah. the bench that's is getting up. Well, not really the bench is getting up because the bench can't get up. You get the tech now, but people getting up. You know, both sides are. Uh, what should I call it? Are um breaking it up or whatever, and of course, of course, the broadcast is going to um exaggerate it. But I think the I think the refs. It was nothing more than just words. I don't know what started. I I, reacted too quickly. They were, you know, yeah, they were old guys, let them guys, wait guys. They, they were just talking. They weren't gonna. They were nobody was gonna hit anybody. Nobody was gonna. You know, mm-hmm. saying anything that went too far. They was just talking basketball. Uh, and that happens. Yeah. Uh, if not every game or every or not every game, but if not every day, every other day. Um, you know, you're playing at the highest level, you're playing competition. Uh, you're competitive and everything is, you know, flowing. So, you know, things happen, things are said, and you know. But there's no fisticuffs and there's no, no brawls or you know anything like that. It's it's all healthy. It's all good love. It's all leave good it on the floor, man. Cook up, bro. That's how that's how I like things, bro. If I'm caught, if I listen, even me, like that's just how I prefer for things to go. Like on the basketball court, I love when people talk trash to each other, bro. I love the trash talk. Like I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I've been balling in North Charleston lately, bro. <laughs> I have bought a North Charleston Athletic Center, bro, and those boys talk trash. Stupid trash. Oh, my gosh. It was funny, too. And, and they sound dumb, so it's even worse. They're like, oh, look at you, dummy. Like, when they score, they lay up or whatever. I was like, nah, man. I like it, though. I like it, though. I like it. Like, keep it on the court, though. You, you don't need to get aggressive. Everybody just clear out real quick, one on one. Leave it on the court. But yeah, man. Um, so far it's been a interesting NBA season to say the least. I mean, NBA is always interesting. I don't think there's ever been a dull NBA season since I've been alive, paying attention to it. Um, not that I can remember. Oh. Somebody just says, oh, this season they're boring. Nah, nah. You don't just you, you just don't say that. You just don't simply say that. Um, not about the league, at least. Nick Class gotta make free throws. But um Yeah, it's a lot that has happened so far in these first two weeks. A lot more that's going to happen as the season progresses. Um I just can't wait for it, bro. Oh, speaking of getting chippy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's going on between the Bulls and the Nets? See, 
don't know. That's the whole thing. Nobody knew how the whole what's my call. Oh, dang, Royce. But nobody knew how the thing between Clay and um, Book kind of started. Really, it just Clay was just pissed. I was like, "Dang, what did Book do?" But yeah, but nah, man, it's a lot going on this uh, NBA season, man. I um, just can't wait for it to unfold. It's early. Uh, things are gonna change around, you know. The way. Yeah. I think now in the narratives that I have now, I don't say narratives, just like, yeah, just the way that I think now and the way things are going on now, I just think things are going to change. Obviously, I want things to change, obviously, especially with my team. Or just with teams in general, man. I want, I want, I want, just want to see Russ play good, all right? I want things to be good with Russ, real Russ, because he deserves to have a good season. And, and I hope the Nets... My bias aside, but I hope the Nets have a good season. Because why they deserve a solid, decent season, bro. After years of just BS, being the talk of the town, being the one team that drives all the drama in the league, they need some relief. But I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna get relief with their point guard. Who is building a house with the bricks that he's put up today? Bro, it's like 0 for 8, 0 for 9 in the fourth quarter. Ooh, he's talking his talk. Bro, ain't scored. You scored 30 points a game. You about to go scoreless for the first time in your career, bro. Wow. You got like a D-minus teammate grade right now. Not a D-minus. Not a D-minus. Not a D-minus. He probably got like a <laughs> he probably got like a D-plus because he got some assists and got some rebounds, but he got no point. But Jordan Poole carries like every time he has the ball. Jordan Poole, nice. You saw what he did on Damian Lee? He's like, hey, 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 hey. That double dribble, yeah. Jordan Poole, nice. All right, Jordan Poole is one of my favorite players. We didn't even oh. talk about that. We didn't even talk about that, bro. We didn't even get Damian, to talk about Jordan Poole. But like, oh, that, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, man. Um, Trying to think of what to say or plug or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, got a lot to talk about. Got a lot to see. Uh, got college starting up soon. Uh, college starting up soon. Um, Haley Jones, baby. Shout out to yeah. Carolina. That's South Carolina. Shout out to Duke. Another day, shout out UConn, shout, shout out Izzy Yeah. Um, well, shout out yeah. basketball wise. I don't know. I, I only rock with Duke really, and shout I got to Syracuse side. That's it. Shout out they Kentucky. Need, they need to make a Duke hat like the Syracuse hat I got. I don't know what patch to put on there though. They would put. I don't know what patch they would put on there, but if they got a Duke hat. Like how the Syracuse has made with the final four patch on the side, because Duke got five to choose from. So, yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for all the hoops going on, even high school hoops, man. I'm excited for the high school hoops. Watching, Bronny. watching, yeah, Bronny and them boys, top class. 
I'm like, huh, I'm back, locked in. It's time. Doggone. What else or who else? Uh... AU. Yeah. It's in Dallas some, uh, next year, next season. Got some, got some rookies. Got a star-studded lineup. Got nah, it's the regulars coming man. back. Um, yeah, you got Nas Hillman. Um, what's gonna call it? Nelissa Smith. She's playing. Yep. I felt like that was a given because DJN Carrington's playing. So exactly. I felt now like- I listen. In the wise words, one Bailey Caldwell. Nah, Shout out to my guy Bailey. Shout out, Bailey. Um, what do you uh, think about the Warriors and Clippers struggling to start the season? You I'm think it's early and you should worry it about it? Early. I'm not thinking too much of it. It's early. Only I'm not thinking too much of anything besides what's going on with the Brooklyn Nets because it's early. I'm only worried about how Kawhi's health is right now. That's the only thing that's giving me pause to not like, I'm not I'm not somebody to overreact, but you know it's kind of early to miss three, four games of the season, and not be able to travel type thing. So, man, speaking I of think, going the Clippers, bro, I did see that TikTok. That was funny. Um, the Sixers. Well, y'all got to be able to let us pick that coverage, bro. We we are subscribed to your magazine, so I feel like we should have. Our preference of what cover we get every month. You come up with three. Give us a, a a timeline. Give us oh, you have until this day to pick what cover you want. And if you don't pick it by that day, you get a random cover. That's what you do with that. But now okay. I gotta order. An extra all cover. They got all y'all's email. Kyle Lowry, what the f- is that, man? <laughs> Struth. Oh man, I'm just shooting threes. Niggas ain't even playing ball. Niggas just shoot a three every time they touch the shit. Mm-hmm. Man, I was I was watching I was watching Frigga's uh brothers high school game. Oh, he scored! Game. Finally, he scored! Finally, Damn. um, playing football. I feel bad for anybody that bet Kyrie over tonight, man. If anybody who bet Kyrie's over on points, I feel bad for you, man. That's why I would ask for I would ask for a reimbursement from FanDuel, DraftKings, whoever you bet with. No, 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 no. Ask for a reimbursement from Kyrie, Jedrick Irving, or Kyrie, whatever the fuck. (laughs) I think that's his. I think that's his dad middle name. Now that I think about it, wait, what did you? Oh, Dedrick's his dad's first name. Oh, okay. His middle name is Andrew. That's ugly. Swipe K A I. Kyrie Andrew Irving is like too ugly. I told you. That's not a foul. Go. Not on one down Pull six. It. Pull it. Yes. Okay. Let's go, Kyrie. Let's go, Duncan. Oh, dang. That was close. All right. Anyways, since we're distracted, let's let's wrap this up. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. His name is Duncan, and he don't – and he shoots threes. Nothing but shoots threes. Yeah. Let me think of, 
That's off. Whoa! That boy airballed that shit. That's off his leg. Let's go! Get shit out of here, man. It's nothing about the Minnesota. I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of Brooklyn Nets letting other people come into their crib. Yeah, bam. And with their shoes on, with their dirty shoes on, and getting their carpet dirty. I'm tired of it, bro. I'm tired of people walking to the Barclays Center thinking they own own it. I'm tired. Brooklyn got to do something about this, bro. It's upset me and my homeboys. Anyway, shooters. Got shooters. Okay, that's on white side. We got shooters. Oh, we didn't even do what team he on. <laughs> He's the free agent. Oh, we didn't do that. We didn't even do what team he on. We'll do that next episode. We'll do that like we'll, we'll, we'll do like a little segment or something. Because I, I definitely had I definitely had some names written down and forgot. I know you did. I know you did. I was watching Un- unforeseen know. unforeseen circumstances. I was I forgot about, about everything. I, damn well he don't know that nigga in the league still. <laughs> Listen, man. I know Danny nah, Green is on. A- I know Danny Green is on the on the uh, Grizzlies. I ain't gonna lie. I think I might have had him on the list. But no, 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 no. The teams that I know you have watched, I wouldn't put on there. Okay. Like, I know you. I know you know everybody on the Warriors because it's the Warriors. I know you know everybody on the Nets because that's your Obviously. team. I know you know probably everybody on the Heat, and maybe not. Uh, I'll probably get the Martin like, train wrong. Whoever Martin. Like, train I know- I know you know who, like, I know you know who's on the Lakers. Like, all the teams that are on national television, I know you know those. So, I'm like, hey, you about I'm to ask who's on the dog on Oklahoma City Thunder and who's on the Utah Jazz? Who's on the, who's not on the, even. not bro even. Not even. Bro, about to ask me who on the Minnesota Timberwolves for real. Not even. Bro, just, bro, just, about to I, ask me who on the dog on, who on the Charlotte Hornets, even though Kyle Lowry, stop shooting that shit, man. So you hate Kyle Lowry too, Duncan Cash. Oh, for damn near half too. Come on, man. All right, since Tariq is locked in to the Heat game. No, 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 no. <laughs> Niggas shoot from half, and then Clay come down to get an easy bucket. Mm. Yeah, yeah, whoever bet the Kyrie over or any betting sports book. Feel bad for them. Yeah, bam. Anyways, man, uh, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Lock in, y'all. Be back. Lock in the league pass. Lock in the league pass for sure. Only twenty dollars a month. Yep. Crazy deal. Crazy. And when that remember how last year I didn't have league pass, and they got on me about not having league pass. I got it this year. If I got it. Ain't no reason why you should have it. And this is not an ad either. So we got to chill. This is not an ad. So That's facts. We got to chill. We got to chill. We got to chill. But um, thank you guys for tuning in, as always. Um, good to be back. Glad to be back, man. Um, so, yeah, you know where to follow us, where to find us at. Hoodie in the Headband, H&H Show on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, my Instagram, my Twitter is at underscore B- Bryce Warner. My Instagram is underscore B Warner. Whoever is at underscore Bryce Warner on, on Instagram needs to go ahead and give that at name up so I can just have the consistency across my three platforms. But um 
Yeah, um, most pushy media, y'all know that's the gang, familiar, the squad. Um, we still contribute our analysts over there. Uh, Tariq, you want to go ahead and plug your information? Man, ain't nobody information, bro. Excuse me. Yeah, you never know. You might have a new uh, a listener, bro. You, you never know. New listener, then, then, then you'll listen again next week, and I'll tell you next week. But Since- if you're a new if you're a new listener and you want to know, put it in the comments of either Apple or Spotify. I'll see it, and then I'll I'll let y'all know. How about that? The capacity. How's why is that cap? Why is that cap? No, I'm playing. Man, Kyrie Cook, you got Vucevic on you, bro. Anyways, man, um, thank you guys for tuning in once again. Uh, stay tuned for what is to come from the Hoodie and the Headband Collective, the duo, the dynamic duo. Back. Yes. Back and better than ever. Um, so, yeah, just tune in to what we got planned and stored, all that good stuff. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in once again. I know I said it for the third time now, but uh, for the Hoodie and the Headband podcast, I am your co-host Bryce Warner signing out. Let me through me down, signing out. Peace, love, and positivity, man. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Appreciate y'all.